Shoop de shoop de doo. You're listening to the AP Annual Podcasts, not affiliated with the Associated Press. Shoop shoop. To listen to more of our shows, visit annualpodcasts.com. And to support us and help us grow our network, visit patreon.com slash the annual. I'm Trevor. And how you doing, Trevor? Really good. Uh, pretty excited for today's show, especially because we have a guest. We do have a guest. Uh, today we are joined by uh, a dear friend of mine, um, oh, uh, um, and and Trevor's <laughs> yeah. neighbors, Come on. at the very least. Yeah. Uh, Io do art. That's me. Hi. And it's do art, not do art. Yes, do art. It's Portuguese. Or do arty. Not. Duarte, not Durante, not Durati. It's Portuguese? That's yes, cool. Yes, yes, I'm Portuguese. Well, my dad's side of the... <coughs> my dad's side of the family <laughs> already killing the sound yeah, quality. Yeah, disclaimer, uh, <laughs> at least two of us are under the weather. Yeah. Which two? You'll, You'll find never. out at the end. Uh, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, my dad's side of the family is Portuguese, but I, I claim my Portuguese heritage because we lived there for a while when I was a kid. Oh, cool. So I'm like, I'm... Pretty Portuguese. Do you have a citizenship? I do. So. Oh, cool. That's like dual, cool. Dual, yeah, dual citizenship. So you can you can jump ship. If you I need to? I really can. And why haven't you? Uh, <laughs> that's, that's really the question. <laughs> that is a good question, and I ask myself that a lot. But Portuguese, uh, the Portuguese economy is like kind of in the toilet right now. Okay, oh, that's so a good reason. That, you know, it is really typically really easy for us to, you know. Things suck here. We should just leave. But, you know, they also suck in a lot of other places. They suck yeah. most places. And it's hard yeah. to leave, too. Like, there's a lot of paperwork. Uprooting like. sucks. Yeah. I've, yeah. Like, I've been thinking about just moving towns in the same country, and that in and of itself is terrifying. Yeah, anytime <laughs> I, I, hate, I hate that so much. Anytime I express um, dissatisfaction with the country I live in, someone's like, well, if you don't like it, you should just go somewhere else. <laughs> Like, that's at all practical or easy mm-hmm. to do. Because if it was, you're damn right I would. Yes. <laughs> Especially because a lot of the time the reason is economically. Yes, <laughs> so right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thanks. I'll just, <coughs> just anyway, hold on but all the, that money. This isn't a socioeconomic, uh, globalist podcast, though. Sometimes. Welcome to Freakonomics Welcome with to, Tom and Trevor. Uh, hi. Hi. You're listening to NPR, and this is Freakonomics. The economy. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Portugal. Port- <laughs> Today we talk about Portugal. Uh, no, this is a podcast where we watch movies from the 90s. Oh, yeah. this is that podcast. We are a bunch of 90s kids, and we, uh, we, we have a whole list of movies that we cherished at one time in our childhood that maybe we haven't seen in 10 plus years. A lot of the time. Um, some, some, a lot of the time it's 15 plus, sometimes 20 plus years, and... Uh, every now and again, you want to revisit those and see, hey, was that complete garbage? <laughs> and oftentimes, the answer, we, as we've discovered, is yes. So many yeah. times. But sometimes, you find a gem. Sometimes it's good. Like, last week's episode was uh, Suburban Commando, and I gotta say, loved it. It was It was really funny. I still, I highly suggest watching that film. Oh, man, I got to get on that. I've never even heard of that movie. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Oh, no. If you haven't seen it, oh, please. We're not going to talk about the whole. It's no. good. 
But so th- this weird. week we have a guest. I O you. Uh, I I came to you asking if you wanted to be on the show, and that the thing is you'd have to select the movie. Yes. And so what movie did you select? <coughs> I chose The Mask, starring Jim Carrey. And did, what, did you? Yeah. Did you say the masks plural the or mask? Okay. The mask starring. Okay. Jim Car- so just the mask. The mask. Yeah. mask. mask. Not to be confused with the movie Mask. Mask. Starring uh, Cher. <laughs> and uh, I forget the guy's name. Yeah, Have yeah. you guys seen that movie? Mask? Yeah, yeah. No. The face. Yeah, the thing. face. Yeah, he's yeah. got like this. This. Uh, it's about this like teenager with like a. Uh, Facial. His bones. Won't his face bone. Was his, his, the bones. <laughs> the bones. Face was not. The bones the in his normal. face don't stop growing. Oh, that's so tough. yeah, yeah, no, it was rough. So um, did they make him wear a mask? No, <laughs> I think they were no, referring just, to the face as was, yeah, like it looked like he was wearing a mask of oh. sorts. But again, not the movie we're talking <laughs> about. Oh right, right, we're talking about <laughs> the mask Sorry. with Jim Carrey. Uh, Jim Carrey, huge celebrity in the 1990s. Um, yes. Yeah, uh, very much so. You got your Ace Venturas. Mm-hmm. Cable yeah. Guy, which You're was a oh, offbeat. I love. We should yeah. do that. I liked the Cable uh, Guy. I love the Cable Guy. Have you, you seen the Cable Guy? I, uh, I have. I only have like one distinct memory of the part where he's beating. You curse here, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. Saved. Where he Fuck beats yeah. the shit out of this guy <laughs> in a bathroom, and then he like puts their mouth on the hand dryer. Oh yeah. And their face blows up. That's the only. That guy part was Owen Wilson. Oh, nice. Oh my god. <laughs> That's the only part yeah. I remember from that movie. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I wow. Mean, for me, the, the one that stands out is the medieval time. Anyway, medieval not, times. not. <laughs> oh, we're not talking about Cable but Guy. You know what? Actually, so the other liar, movie liar. that came out, the, the Majestic, right? Uh, There's that so. movie. And yeah, it was like somewhere in the in the aughts, I think. Well, yeah. I while trying to recall details about the mask, I realized that I conflate the Majestic and the mask. Oh, because no. <laughs> no, well, no, 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 only the part, only the part, because it's like, because I know he finds the, the mask in this movie, he finds the mask in a river, and then yes. in the Majestic, he, I always associate him finding the mask with the scene of him washing up in the river in the Majestic after he crashes his car mm. into it, but I know they're separate movies, so the I'm trying really Jestic. hard to like the mask Majestic. Mm. With Jim Carrey. <laughs> wow, that is, yeah. yeah. I'm but trying to untangle that imagery. Is that why you've chosen this one today? <laughs> I thought it was the majestic. Because you thought it was the wait, majestic. Wait, did you think? Are we watching the movie about the movie theater or about <coughs> the the mask that turns no. his face green? We're we're t- we're watching one about the the mask and the zoot suit and Cameron yes. right. Diaz. Cameron, Cameron Diaz. Diaz. Yeah. This is like uh, her her breakout role. It really was. Was yeah. it? That's tough. It really yeah. really was. Yeah. Well, especially because she's just like she's a honeypot. Oh yeah. In it, and that's basically mm-hmm. her role. Um. And then uh, who who else is in this movie? So we got Jim Carrey. Oh, that's all I got. Um, <laughs> Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Uh, ben Stein is in it. Ben Stein is in it for a hot second. He's like a mask expert. Yeah, he's he's like the a, mask expert. Yeah. yeah. He's like is that the guy from the dry eyes commercial? <coughs> yes. Yeah. And Ferris Bueller. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes. Bueller, all that stuff. Uh, um, yeah. He knows about the, uh, the the god. It's a it's a Loki mask. Right. It's the mask. It's a Norse mask too, isn't it? Yeah. Of well, of course, if it was a Loki mask. Yeah. I feel but like we should have Io try to reconstruct the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Thing before yeah. We oh, get yeah. Into Sorry. So, yeah, I Io, feel like I'm cheating. Tell us, what is the mask all about? Oh Go. Boy. Okay. So, based on my recollections, the mask is about this guy who. You know his name? It, uh, What's his name? No, I don't know. I, Jim, it's about Jim Carrey, <laughs> <laughs> starring as someone else. 
It's about this guy who is like, he's like a loser. I don't know. He's like down on his luck. He's like, I don't know. He's either broke or like uncool or something about him is just like inherently loserish. And then like, he's like, oh man, my life sucks. And then one day he is like, and this is where it starts getting fuzzy with the majestic. One day he's like, (laughs) (laughs) he's like pushed into a river or something. He finds this like wooden creepy mask. And he's like, oh, <laughs> that's weird. And he, like, puts it on as a joke. And then it, like, morphs onto his face. And he turns into this, like, zoot suit type crazy, like, I don't know. Just this, like, sex fiend. What, is he a criminal? Like, he robs shit? I don't know. But he, like, goes to this jazz club where he, like, meets Cameron Diaz and, like, burns that. Not, like, he doesn't actually burn it down. But he's like, yeah. And he does this. I remember there's a whole horns number. Mm-hmm. And it's like a big oh, deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then somewhere in between Isn't there, big bad voodoo daddy, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It was dur- know. definitely during the swing thing that yeah. happened yeah. in the '90s. Like, Zoot Suit Riot was like uh, we were, that on, on the charts. <laughs> yeah, no, it showed it, up. Yeah, the, there was the squirrel nut zippers. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't. Know. Yeah. <laughs> my, the mask is my only frame of reference for this. And then somewhere <laughs> in here, there's like another dude who's like a bad dude, and yeah. he wants the mask. And then at some point he gets the mask and he turns into a monster. And then there's also a dog. Yes. That I think the doesn't the dog save Jim Carrey by accidentally putting the mask on? I can't remember if that's the first. I will confirm that as Mm -hmm. cool. He's Jack Russell Terrier. Yeah. They were also big in the nineties. Yeah. Pretty sure his name is Milo. I think you're right. That's a good dog name. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I think that's about it. But the thing is, the thing I remember most from this movie is that my siblings and I love this movie. And as like a bit, we would always do the like, somebody stop me. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And just like. Somebody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like that's all I remember. Smoking. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. highly quotable. Smoking was a big thing. Smoking. Uh, yeah. I remember my brother. Uh, and there's a great, great picture of him uh, from Halloween, uh, wearing the mask, mask, and um, and the yellow like zoot suit thing. But he's like two and a half feet tall. <laughs> it's, like, it's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I think you know you pretty much nailed it. Yeah, good job. Thank uh, you. There's um, a lot in there that I know I don't remember. There's a lot of. Ga- I mean, it's very. It's a very gag heavy movie. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Uh, he's he works at a bank. Oh. Uh, and he's a loser. He nerd. robs the bank that he that he that he works at. Oh. Yeah. But he also he like blacks out when he becomes the mask. Right. Mm-hmm. right? He becomes the mask because he watches a lot of cartoons, and right. so he's a very cartoonish character because that's like right. how the the Loki mischief manifests in him or something uh. like that. Yep, it's very it's very accurate yeah. to Norse his, mythology. Uh, his name is Stanley Ipkiss. Stanley oh, Ipkiss. Doesn't somebody call him Buttkiss at one point? That Maybe. sounds right. <laughs> that sounds like a good. Uh, any nut shots in this movie? Do you know? I'm yeah, I think definitely there are. Do we want to take bets on how many nut shots there are? Ooh, um, I'm gonna say there's uh, two. Two nut shots. I'm I'd say that's gonna possible. go with the over. I'm gonna go with four. Four nut shots. Yeah. Four. Yeah. But That's high. That is high, but I'm counting on the dog to get in there. Mm. Okay. okay, so does, if he bites a crotch, <laughs> yes. are we counting that? Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm okay with that rule. If he bites a... Yeah, that's a nut shot. I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna split the difference. I'll say three. Cool. Uh, I apologize to our listeners if you hear me scream. <laughs> it's because 
we're recording in my apartment again, and my cat is driving me crazy. <laughs> uh, did you say that this was really accurate to Norse mythology and how that works? Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. Because um, <laughs> the mask only works at night. Yeah, everyone knows that uh, Loki, who is the, the god of mischief, uh, is most active at night. Uh, and he, I don't know if his his essence was trapped in the mask or if it was just devoted to him, but it's it's a really magical mask. And do you think it's Tom Hiddleston in there? I was about to say, you get some Tom Hiddleston up in here. It's a nice you know, well, that's Hiddleston action. Because so Loki, so there was a sequel to the mask called Son of the Mask. Son of the Mask with Jamie Kennedy, right? Jamie, Jamie Kennedy, Kennedy and also Alan Cumming, who I love. Alan Cumming is great. I love he, him. He plays Loki. He's Loki. And on the cover, he yeah. looks legit. Yeah. He kind of looks like Tom Hiddleston. I was going to say, he looks a little bit, a little bit like Tom Hiddleston. And like he could he could have been Loki in or Marvel they, movies. Is, oh, is uh, Alan Cumming, um, is he Scottish? Yeah, yes. I think so. What yes. is Tom Hiddleston? Is he English, I think? Is he yeah. English? Of some, okay. he, he's so they're both from UK. UK-ish. So I've got I've got this box. So this is a, this is a double feature. Uh, um. And uh, so I'm going to read the back. You guys ready? Do it. I'm so ready. Um, Jim Carrey stars as mild-mannered bank clerk <laughs> Stanley Ipkiss, who discovers a mysterious ancient mask that brings his innermost desires to wild, screaming life. Now together with Cameron Diaz, this wisecracking green tornado is taking Edge City over the top in this romantic action comedy that will leave you <laughs> smoking. Oh, God. I'm, I'm, I'm going to find but it so obnoxious. I wait, just know it. So can we just real quick, the advert, so it's going to leave you smoking. What does that mean as an Smoking weed. Yeah, exactly. I was like, it's going to make you hot. Like, Yeah, you're going to be like steaming out of your ears. <laughs> I mean, what? It, so like uh, if someone said, hey, man, that's smoking over there. Is your first thought call the fire department? No. Is it there must be an attractive person over there? There's a sexy person over there. If someone said that's smoking over there? Or is like that is. Well, if I was like, oh, man, it, it was smoking. I like. Yeah, yeah. I think it's either like sexy or like it rad. Was, yeah. It'd be like smoking wheels. Like. I, don't know. I would just assume was, you're making a mask reference. It was reference. lit. <laughs> yeah, it was lit. It's just like it, you're just making a mask reference. You're just talking about the oh, mask that, right the now. The party was smoking, huh? A lot, of, liked, a lot of people in masks. A lot of people liked the mask in that area. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Um, what I else do, does he say? I remember uh, something about the beginning of this movie. That um, stuck with me uh, as a traumatizing part is oh that it starts with. Oh my oh god! <laughs> Fucking cat! Um, it starts with scuba divers underwater. Oh, they dislodge it, and they get yeah, and they oh. get uh, they like find a I think yeah, just like in the majestic. Yeah. <laughs> Just he's like, also yeah. no, he's found by fishermen in the Majestic, right? I don't think I saw that movie. Okay, um, we're not talking about the Majestic. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I have only I haven't seen the Majestic. <laughs> and I don't. Anyway, but the I remember this. At least one of the scuba divers gets crushed underwater. Oh, he I, dies. I remember thinking like that's a really that's tough. That's a sh- shitty way to go. It's a terrible way to. Die. I remember that too. That's uh, a terrible way to and die. Yeah, feeling really bad. I was really sensitive, and I guess still am, to stuff. To uh, anytime there's like uh, death like that in a movie or TV, that's just like, who cares? 
like red shirts in general. Yeah, basically. You feel bad like, for the red shirts. No. Who cares? Like right oh, off well. the bat, yeah. the dramatic death. That's tough. Yeah. You know, I think I blocked that out because all I remember is the specific imagery of like the mask floating up to the top of the water. So I think yes. my my baby brain was like, this is where the movie starts now. <laughs> Everything is fine. <laughs> no such thing as scuba diving. No one died. Yep. Oh, man. So what what else? He goes to jail at one point. Oh, there's, there's oh, yeah. cops. Oh, the cops, are, cops. Uh, are, are pursuing him. Mm-hmm. They... Uh, and they are one of them is a bumbling fool, mm. uh, and then the other guy. God, I wish I remembered their names. I don't but remember. I remember they were constantly pursuing him, and I remember at one point they've got uh, Jim Carrey as the mask, Stanley of Kiss, cornered. They got him cornered, and he, he there's like a million cops all pointing guns at him, and then he it's I remember the song is Cuban Pete. Yeah, he oh, turns it into a dance yeah. number, uh, and he turns it into a dance number, and it's like. Oh, and he has the crazy like tassel sleeves. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's real. It's it's weird. But then doesn't he pull out like a billion guns from like? He his does. There's that's yes. in the uh, and I think he does. Doesn't he do that? Um, towards the beginning. Is it towards the beginning? I think so. I think there's like some you know some random street uh, crime activity going on uh, throughout the town, and it, you're like, is he a superhero or what's going on with this guy? Mm-hmm. And then it turns, yeah, and, and then he totally just ends up not. getting revenge on all these people. He's actually like a really bad, sick, <laughs> sick human. Yeah, and like he um, he terrifies his landlady. Mm-hmm. Um, oh boy. Yeah, like his his what he basically all he does as the mask is he gets even with people that have wronged him. He steals a ton of money, mm-hmm. and then somehow woos Cameron Diaz. And pisses off the mob. Yeah. Uh. He also, I think he does some serious bodily harm to some mechanics. Yeah, I think he, um, in, yeah, he shoves mufflers something into their anuses. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. forgot about that. It goes, I remember he goes through the pants, right? It's supposed to well, be funny. They, yeah. But they, they like screwed, when you think about it they, for a second. Yeah. Assault. No, they screwed uh, Jim Carrey over. So again, too, remember, all of these things are not things that Stanley Ipkiss would do. They're things that the mask would do. So <laughs> they screwed over Stanley Ipkiss. Mm-hmm. Stanley Ipkiss goes and shoves mufflers up their butts. So it's really Loki that did it. Yeah, it's Loki. Yeah. Yeah. So Loki, god of mischief. When I commit crime. It was Loki. It was Loki, not me. Yeah. Yeah. I was wearing a mask. Something that I am interested in rewatching this movie is I want to know if he had to wear like fake teeth. Oh this. yeah, oh, that's well, weird. Well, I imagine that he did. Well, I want to know if they were they can't have been a part of the mask. Like I feel like he had to have like was it like Halloween chompers or like individual like caps. Like that's what I that is the most pressing issue for me about this movie is like what was going on with his teeth. That's a really interesting point from a sort of technical point of view. So another thing we enjoy talking about, we usually talk about it more after we've watched the movie, but do you does anything stand out in your mind as particularly problematic by today's standards? Besides the uh, mechanic assault? Yeah, besides, <laughs> yeah. Besides the, and all raping. Yeah. <laughs> he, um, I don't think so, although I would be willing to bet money that there is some shady stuff going on with him and Cameron Diaz when he meets her because I remember a lot of grabbing. That's it. 
All right, grabbing. Yeah, grabbing, unnecessary. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay, <laughs> unnecessary grabbing. Um, before we we gone, uh, Io, is there anything? I mean, we didn't really ask you. Is there anything else that you want to tell us about yourself or any projects that you're working on? Uh, oh, that well, actually, you enjoy? Um, yeah, I would keep an eye out for a couple things. Um, our dear friend Kevin Cole and myself are writing a 2017 year in review show for the annual, which is this podcast network, and we are going to be doing it on the first. Friday and Saturday of January, which I believe is the 5th and 6th, but I would double check your calendars, but it's definitely the first Friday and Saturday. And that's going to be at the Maryland Ensemble Theater. Yes, it is. In Frederick, Maryland. And it's going to be a good time. Io is a comedian. Yes, I, I am a comedian. That's good for context. I if you couldn't tell. <laughs> um, yeah, so I do, I do stand up and I write and I... Um, I actually have my own podcast that's currently in development that will be dropping soon. It's called All Dogs Go to Hollywood, where I talk with fabulous guests and we watch talking dog movies and <laughs> analyze the universe. It's very another fun. movie so podcast. Yeah, uh, what the world uh, needs now. I believe we're supposed to be on that soon. Yes, uh, we're going to be doing the Three Dogateers. Yes, the Three Dogateers. I can't wait. Great yeah. holiday classic. I gotta say, I started trying to watch it the other night, oh, no. thinking it would be something that uh, Molly would want to watch with me, and um, the answer to that question was no. <laughs> um, so I think I need to drink more and then watch it. That's a good idea, as long as you take notes. Yeah. Now there is a rule with these dog movies, right? It, they, it has to be where they where their mouths move. Yes. Yeah, so it has to be a live action CGI mouth moving. <laughs> movies so like the whole airbud franchise past airbud 2 um there and there's just a lot of like indie movies because kids love that shit apparently in airbud 1 his mouth didn't move i don't know no, he, he didn't even talk at all he just played basketball he was just a basketball playing dog what about airbud 2 but airbud uh i, I don't know same same thing <laughs> no didn't airbud was so okay so airbud that was a 90s movie right yeah why don't we do we should do you should we should, you should be on that episode, Come too. Come back for Airbud. I mean, I can yeah. tell you right oh, yeah. now, Airbud, he belonged to a clown who was mean to him. Eventually, uh, he uh, he used Airbud in his act. He was mean to Airbud. Airbud escapes and then starts a basketball career. Oh, it's kind of like the Majestic. <laughs> yeah, it's actually yeah. It's a lot like the Majestic. Well, it's kind of like a mixture of the Majestic and the mask. Oh, okay. Starring Jim Carrey. Well, actually what happens is like the Airbud is so distraught over his mean owner that he gets drunk and then he crashes his car over a bridge. Yeah. Airbud gets drunk? Yeah. yeah, and then he's mistaken for a war hero that disappeared. Yeah. Airbud? Yeah, Air and Bud. then there's like and then <laughs> but then he discovers like so he he's like uh, this the, they think he's this war hero that disappeared and he's in this town. This Airbud. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And there's like all these cameras everywhere in the town, and there's really just like a whole TV show that's all centered around this dog's life. And everybody's just like a really nice golden retriever, and everyone loves him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but he thinks that everyone loves him, but it's actually just an act. His yeah. owner is actually an actor that's been paid, and he feels betrayed because yeah. they've had sex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> That is kind of fucked up, actually, for <laughs> for Airbud. Wow, yeah. Well, yeah, for Airbud, especially how there's all those cameras in his bathroom. Like, give him some privacy. He's a dog. Also, you yeah. can you imagine Airbud going through adolescence and and <laughs> no privacy? Well, millions of people watch him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. It does. <laughs> it does. 
Highly illegal. On this note, uh, we'll we'll be back in just a, a moment uh, uh, after watching The Mask. You should go watch it too, unless you've watched it recently. Then just plow on through the next <laughs> section. All right. We'll be back. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by the Record Exchange. The Record Exchange in Frederick, Maryland, specifically, but they have another location in Silver, Silver Spring, Spring, Maryland. Maryland. Right next to the Fillmore. The Record Exchange is a great place to get records, but also they have movies. And did they supply the mask for us today? They did. That's why we're recording this. Because they don't always supply their movies, our, our movies. But when they do, we do this it's segment. great. We yeah. like it. Also, you're listening to a podcast on the annual podcast network, which is uh, supported through Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash the annual, you can pledge some money uh, one time or recurring monthly payments uh, to help support us. It pays for our server space for this podcast and other annual podcasts uh, out there. So if you do that, that is greatly appreciated. And, and we love you for it. And But you don't have to. You can just keep listening for free. And we'll just keep doing this for free. <laughs> Go to Patreon. Patreon. Yeah, Patreon. monthly payments are also referred to as donations. Donations. That's a, that's a nicer way to put that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, you for donate. donating. You can donate. You can donate. You monthly. can. There's other ways to give us money, too. Don't worry, I cut these Just up. Just ask. <laughs> I cut these up. This won't all be in there. Eh, I think it's all pretty good. This is pretty solid. It's pretty solid. Yeah. So if you go to Patreon.com, you can uh, set yourself up. For a monthly commitment and obligation to give us money. <laughs> also committed. sometimes known as, what was what was it? A donation. A donation. What? A donation. A donation. Donation. All right. Thanks for listening. Oh, bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> What if God was? Hey, 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 There's no actual words to that song. Oh my goodness. We watched The Mask. We watched it. All of it. All of it. What a trip. What a trip. Where to begin? How do we begin to unpack this <laughs> suitcase full of comedy props? This zoot suit full of shenanigans. Oh, yes. I'll tell you. A lot of balloon gags. A lot of gags. <laughs> it was a gag movie. Gags. Gag heavy you know film. I, I will be the first to say I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would, but I think that's only once I began to observe how much no one cared in the movie about the crazy shit they were seeing. And you I have think to put yourself that, in it. That is true. That made it That's funnier. Maybe the most surprising thing about the movie going back is I know when I was a kid, I didn't care that 
nobody acknowledged the crazy supernatural impossible things that Jim Carrey was doing. He has reality warping magical powers. And everybody's just like, it's Tuesday. His face is green. <laughs> yeah. They're like, where's this mask guy? We got to get him because he stole money, not He's for science. Not yeah. for science or for religion, even. It's just, he is, he's a, he's a thief. They caught him on tape. Or maybe this person needs help, you know? Because yeah. obviously, Stan, like, uh, Stanley Ipkiss uh, clearly uh, is not responsible for the crimes perpetrated by the mask. No, no. it's it's Loki, Norse god of mischief. Um, but yeah, it's a super powerful uh, ancient relic of extreme power. And yeah, I, I do think that the reason why people can't... Uh, aren't even registering the fact that he has super speed and he can do whatever that wa- he wants and is invincible is that it's part of the mask's power. Oh, that is an interesting theory. What I want to know is whether the writers saw it that way. <laughs> <laughs> or they're just like, well, it's like a cartoon, so it just happens. Very valid points. But I think, too, like there are a lot of things in there uh, that are in there because they happen in cartoons. For for Stanley Ipkiss, who is a cartoon fan, his manifestation of his best self is a cartoon character. Yes, Zane. Like, I like all the jump cuts that they do. Like uh, when he's getting he's getting um, chased by the the gang bad guys in the street. Oh, the biker gang. The biker, the biker gang, gang that yeah. lives right and outside of the him, store. They chase him around the corner and now he's like he's set up he's got like the vaudeville suit on and then he's got the he's got the podium and he's like step yeah. right up and he starts making them balloon animals. Get out of kid, you're about to be. Yeah, yeah, part of me was like this is fucking this is fantastic yeah. and but also uh there's definitely a lot of charming going on like if this like uh if this were a legitimate magical thing like he starts making balloon animals for this biker gang, and you can see on their faces they're legitimately like, "Ooh, I was about cool. to say childlike wonder." Yes, childlike it's, wonder. It's almost a little bit like, have you guys seen the movie Horns? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. in Horns, it's like people can't see the horns, but they're drawn right. in by the magic, and they're just like it's normal. Mm. So maybe it's that way a little bit although it didn't have the same effect with a dorian like people he wasn't nearly as cartoonish he was just scary was there was scary. some cartoony stuff with dorian who is the the bad guy who put on the mask and then he becomes bad evil mask like when they shoot him and then he spits the bullets out oh that freaked me out like i don't remember cartoony. that as a kid yeah there um yeah i feel like though because they didn't you know you didn't have enough time with evil mask guy so like the, another uh, another thing about this movie that blew me away was like how little interaction all the characters had with each other, but yet how invested in each other everybody was. Not just Jim Carrey and and uh, Cameron Diaz, but like the um, uh, what's his name? Dorian? No, the the weird friend. The no, friend. The, the well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the him. Uh, the cool. detective was like immediately like on Ipkiss's oh, case yeah. like right away like yeah. like from the end all these people are, are having like just minutes his detective chops man yeah. My one of my favorite lines was when he looks at those pajamas that are a clue leader <laughs> and then Jim Carrey says it's impossible and he goes those pajamas are impossible this is yeah. fact <laughs> Those pajamas are impossible <laughs> Yeah that was good like, solid They're pretty funny um 
That movie was weird, you guys. It was it's really weird. It's really The just... Mask is a weird character. Yes. Like unsettling. It is very unsettling because it's like it, and I love how at the end like near the end when Jim Carrey is in J- Stanley, excuse me. When Stanley's in jail and he's like, "Well, explaining the mechanics of it." And he's like, "Well, if you're like, you know, a hopeless love romantic like repressed. me it'll make you a wild crazy at heart guy i'm like oh you mean the physical manifestation of peppy Le Pew? Yeah, uh, yeah. super like, creepy no, that was weird like he was in this yeah he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna meet her in the park as myself and then i'm gonna put the mask on and then yeah he's like in this french fr- this like stereotypical frenchman thing and it's like oh yeah it's that peppy Le Pew. it's that he went full on yeah. Lapew. That, that date raping skunk. Full on <laughs> he was creepy. And even Cameron Diaz was like, I thought I liked this guy, but actually he's really creepy. Oh. And he's like trying to capture her. Like he's like trying to get her. That's the thing. Cameron Diaz in this movie did a lot of face acting. Yes. Because she didn't have too many lines. But because of the way the movie gazed upon her, there was just a lot of her like emoting like, I'm so attracted to you. We're like, I am forlorn. I'm angry. Mm-hmm. And so just like without, I, I feel like they were like, make face here in those lines. And so yeah. the, something that struck me specifically was during the weird date rape scene in the park where he's like, I'm going to get you. He says something about his like croissant. It's My like, croissant. <laughs> So creepy. There's a lot of innuendo. There was a lot of actually, yes. I put my something in your vichyssoise. There's uh, a lot of yeah, gross a lot of, French food. He said he was gonna spread her pate, and yes. I was like, I'm gonna actually die. Like that's the worst <laughs> thing I've ever heard. But during that scene, she doesn't so say gross. anything. She's just like, oh, she's just looking at him, and then yeah. she looks like like intrigued but afraid. He's smoking, and he does the smoke heart heart circle yes. thing, and she's like, oh, actually, yeah, I'm and into this. He, and then he shoots a little arrow out of his nose. Yeah, Ooh, through that the heart. Like, actually, hot. maybe I do like this weird mask thing with giant teeth creature. Um, can I just say this is changing gears real quick because yes. I just it just popped in my head. But, do it. Um, let's hear it for Freddie from House of Cards. Freddie uh, from House of Cards <laughs> was in it. He dies? was the doctor. The doctor. He dies. Yeah. He Before dies. Before Freddie was <laughs> making ribs, he was knocking over banks. Yep. And, and um, shot in the abdomen. Dorian was in Usual Suspects, also yes, a, yeah. a, a, but, a Kevin but, Spacey feature. But was he? It might have just been totally made up by Kaiser Sose. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, physically, yes. The actor he, was. Yes. Yeah. But was he? Really was that character in it? No. Real. Definitely I haven't not. seen that, but I'll keep it in mind for when you I watch Sorry, spoilers. Oh, <laughs> That's spoiler okay. Right now is not the best time to like revisit Kevin Spacey's like back catalog yeah, right now. Probably yeah, probably not. Not right now. Yeah. Or ever, probably. Probably well. not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he didn't write the movie, you know? you know? There are tons of other people that work on those movies that get paid for people watching them. Still, though, <laughs> there are a lot of people that were in Kevin Spacey movies in The Mask. Yeah. <laughs> is what we're going for. Yeah. I've. I, has Jim Carrey ever been in a Kevin Spacey? Was Kevin Spacey in The Majestic? I think I think he was in Ace Ventura. Oh yeah, he played the dolphin. He's the dolphin. <laughs> he's, he's Dan Marino. No, I think Kevin Spacey tried to fuck Airbud. Like, didn't that uh, happen? Oh, Spacey yeah, yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Airbud was. He was just a young, up and coming golden retriever. Whoa, 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 guys, guys! Fourteen in dog years is really old. <laughs> God damn it. I'm sorry. All right, moving on. Kevin Spacey had nothing to do with this movie. Yeah. 
But so, can, okay, so just like since we're kind of calling back to the first half, can we please just concede that the imagery had a lot of overlap with the Majestic with like the car on the bridge? Yeah, so yes. Yeah, it, Jim Carrey being in it. I'm going to say that because river. I didn't see the Majestic. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> it was very like 40s y and like weird. Like, yeah, Edge City was a very it was weird. deco it was, noir yeah. kind of thing going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. There was very like, zoot suity. Yeah, I don't know strange. if anybody ever talked the way that people talked in this movie because there was a lot of just like slangy language that sometimes it was funny, but like for the most part, it was just like, I'm going to take him downtown to dance. You see? Just man, like see, man. Like that. She was a dame, see? No, exactly. And it's like, I can't, I can't even begin to, the only like example I can place, and it's because I thought it was hilarious, is when Dorian has started to get patted down by a cop. And he's, a, he's like, lay off, Junior. I'm getting a Woody. Lay off, Junior. Yes, getting a Woody. That was so weird. That was weird. Yeah. Dorian's, yeah, Dorian's getting patted down. Oh, my God. Yeah. There was a, there was a very strange, um, very flip attitude towards gun use in this movie. Like, yes. a lot of friendly fire with the cops. The cops just shooting everything. And just shooting, shooting at everything. everything. At everything. No, no discretion at all in terms of, like, if there's a like a pedestrian or just... Uh, it was, Some it was yeah. weird. Innocent bystanders. The gangsters, too, though. I mean, as soon as the cops show up, they're like, let's start shooting at the cops. Again, I yeah. feel like it's, again, it kind of goes along. It's very cartoonish. Yeah. Way where there's, like, you know, there's no caution at all in a, like a cartoon setting with that kind of thing and i feel like overall that's like kind of like the theme that you're just supposed to accept in this movie it's like oh it's all what if cartoon worlds could overlap and that's how we operated but i mean that's who framed roger habit no 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 yeah. because that's that's a separation between there's the cartoon world the cartoon world and the real <laughs> and world. they and they acknowledge it yes well, that's yes. the thing. And so I want to know is, like, does the universe of this movie imply, like, is Jim Carrey not the first cartoonish character to emerge? Because that's they're like, oh, the mask is, like, this one guy. But, of course, you know, there's, like, the part with the with the bank footage where they're seeing him zoom around like a tornado. And then at the end, they see him leaving with the giant cartoon bag of money. Mm -hmm. And instead of, like, oh, man, this guy is defying the laws of, like, physical human limitation. Right. They're like, we got to catch this green masked thief. He's got a green mask. And I wish my bank could move as fast as that no so they acknowledge it it's not like they yeah. can't see it. he's it's going fast odd. but not superhumanly fast that they're acknowledging i still think it's because of loki god of mischief uh everybody's being charmed it's it's all charm and only a few people pass their will saves yes uh to not like because at one point when they when they do the big uh the cuban pete conga dancing Oh uh, thing with the, with the cops, he he moves his hands in a in a magical he, gesture he and charms them. Great sequence that good song. made me laugh mostly because he comes over the fence <laughs> and there are so many cops there, which I'm assuming is implied as SWAT because they're like it's SWAT, but it's like 90 cop cars in oh, one yeah. dude repelling Rep down a building, <laughs> one guy repelling yeah, down yeah, a building, yeah, one yeah, person yeah. repelling and down so the building was great. He's there in his was French Peppy Le Pew outfit. <laughs> And then he turns around, and then he's in a samba outfit with maracas, and none of the, like, not even one person's like, how did he get that new outfit? Or just starts firing on the magical, like, super dangerous 
you know, superhuman. Well, that's the thing. And then there's just like two, I'm assuming prostitutes, because they're, you know, dressed on the street, like all sexy, like in the 90s. And then they're like, hey, buddy. And they're like dancing with the cops. And it's one of those things where it's just so much. And at a certain point, he goes up to a lady cop. And this is what you're talking about. She has the gun pointed directly at his face. Right. He gets real close. He gets too close. He's within reaching distance of the gun. gun. (laughs) Yeah. And she starts like singing against her will, and at first she's very concerned about it. It's clearly then, a magical spell. And then he then wiggles his fingers, mm-hmm. and then she gets more into it. But at that point, I was like, "How did none of her other cops on her team shoot this dude down?" <laughs> well, they'd already started moving their shoulders, like they were already like starting to get into it, affected by the area of effect spell that he was placing upon them. It was a no, lot. I really think the only thing. So obviously, you're not supposed to. We're, you're not supposed to analyze and think about the movie in that way. Like, I like oh, to. I can't believe that. Oh, how unreal. But oh, I can't again, though, I, <laughs> it's I, important. I, I, that we no, do. of course not. But I, I really think that what made the movie successful was Jim Carrey. Oh, for sure. He is very charming in this movie, even though it's like barf worthy. Every time he talks about what a nice guy he is, that was bad. And how women don't want him and stuff like that. We know now not to say that. It's oh. not. It, it's a red flag all over. This person is clearly a meninist. Well, well, it was so funny because even at the beginning when he's talking to the reporter about the letter he sent in and she's like, oh, your nice guys finished last. What a uh, great letter. People loved you. Right. And I'm like, Ugh. Rich people. <laughs> Come on, guys. Nice guys do finish last. No. The, the one part that I found genuinely charming was when he – was under the table in the Coco Bongo later going to, like, save Cameron Diaz. And he's under the table, and he's talking to himself, and he's like, all right, Stanley, this is the moment where people see, like, show what they're made of or something. And then somebody points a gun directly at the back of his head, and he's like, shit. (laughs) No, I I think that he as Stanley Ipkiss was my – I like that better than him as the mask. The mask I found very off-putting and weird. (laughs) (laughs) But but Stanley Ipkiss – I mean, Jim Carrey is funny – I think I want to talk about Jim Carrey now. How, how do you guys feel about Jim Carrey as a person? Like, I'm worried about him. I'm a little worried about him, too. I mean, <laughs> as a person. He's gone past the point of, like, he he doesn't have to do movies all the time anymore. At like, all. Like, he does uh, amazing art. I want to watch that. Oh, does he? Have you, yeah. Either of you watched that uh, documentary, uh, Andy, oh. and Jim and Andy or whatever? I know exactly what you're talking about, and I have not watched I it I want to watch it because, I, you know, I... You, I've always heard stories about like how crazy he got when he did that movie. Uh, that was a great movie. He was really good. In um, it. And I want to watch that uh, <clears throat> documentary. But like, I also know like he he's had like I think recently a kind of like a lot of like spiritual awakenings. Like or just I don't know. He just seems he just seems like he is on the edge. Well, he is he's bipolar. Like, and yeah. he's open about having that mental illness. And. Uh, I'm bipolar for you listeners at home. And so it's one of those things, I suppose, as like a creative person seeing another creative person in the limelight with like, and and, I mean, I'm sure we're very different people, but like with a similar ailment, it's just like, ooh, I don't know, man. Like, especially because the the last thing that I saw that I was really worried about him was after Kick-Ass 2 came out Uh and he came out after the movie, like it's strictly against it. And he was like, because like, so they filmed Kick-Ass 2 Sandy Hook happened uh, right yeah. before the movie came out, and he was like, in light of all the gun violence in the U.S., I cannot support a movie that has such flagrant use of violence. 
and so it's one of those things where it, essentially it seemed like he had a guilty conscience about like contributing to the movie and stuff like that and like yeah, I thought that was interesting but yeah. like taking that away from a movie which is so obviously just like pulp you know what I mean I was yeah, like, yeah. I felt bad that he felt like he was carrying that weight I don't know. Right. And and I mean, he's clearly thinking about it in terms of himself. Yeah. And, but like, he doesn't need that movie. But there are people that work in, that were working on that movie that did need that Dude, movie. Did you guys see Mr. Popper's Penguins? No. But no. I loved that book when I was a kid. <laughs> I really did. That I was one of my favorite either, books. And I know that he did that movie. I, I forgot <laughs> that he did that, actually. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What, was the, what was the last Jim Carrey movie? Oh, the last one that I saw that I was like, oh, uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That was yeah, years but ago. But that, that was a great movie. Oh, yeah. are you talking about the last? I'm talking about the last one I saw. Oh, uh, no, no, no. I was no. Like, no, no. Oh, the last the, one he like was the, in? The last one he was in. If only there was a way to find out. Oh, well. <laughs> we'll never know. Uh, no, I mean, I've just, I've, I've seen him, I saw him recently in uh, Comedians uh, Getting Coffee in Cars oh, or nice. whatever, Richard uh, Karen and Jerry Seinfeld and like. He he was funny. He's like he's a funny guy, but like he's he's like he was in he was I think you know he was like a lot. Yeah. You know even for for Jerry Seinfeld he was like a lot. And then like he I've heard weird things like he was doing some creepy stuff to like Emma Stone on like Twitter and oh. stuff like that. Just like being like real creepy. Oh. I just like you know like saying that he loves her and it's like you don't know if it's like it's shtick or like if like what's going on oh. with him. Is he so like wasn't he married to Jenny McCarthy? Are they he was no, they're not. He, yeah, he's kind of like a anti-vaxxer in some ways. Oh no, well, Jim! Well, I know. Well, is he okay? So okay, like I know Jenny McCarthy is. Well, because they were, but he yeah. was like supportive of her. I don't know. It's weird. It's almost like when you find out someone's an anti-vaxxer, it's like finding out other horrible things. <laughs> about them. Okay, but yeah. So I guess my, my I'm I'm just like I'm worried about him. But I know he's going to be fine because he's Jim Carrey and right. he's like, you know, he, he doesn't ever need to work again. But I oh, think so true. he's in that realm where it, like he can do stuff like go to the fashion awards and just like shit on like all the stuff that's going on there. And just like he sometimes he just seems super negative. Did he do that? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> and and like, I don't know, like I, I find it very interesting because like, you know, part of me is like, yeah, dude, you're right. Everything's bullshit. And part of me is like, hey, man, you OK? <laughs> no, that's. <laughs> That's I, I don't know, but y you know what I will say. I have not kept up with him recently. Like literally, the most recent thing I have to bring to the table is his like feedback on Jack. Uh, did I say Jackass? I meant Kickass. Did I say Kickass? You said yeah, Kickass. Yeah, I said Kickass. Yeah. Okay, not Jackass. It was Kickass. And um, that's the most recent thing I have. But like even watching this movie, and this reminds me so much of this. Like as a comedian. I strive for the level of commitment that Jim Carrey has to oh God, all yeah. of his bits because he is so damn talented and funny. And it's one of those things where it's like, and I don't know if this has to do with like being raised as a girl because there's a lot, uh, and this is something that it does not go well with comedy, but sorry guys, this is super funny, do but it. something that's not compatible with comedy is the idea of like you having to look appealing all the time and you having to be cute and like, appeal, you know, just like you can't be ugly or like gross or weird or anything like that. And so like seeing something like the mask, which is highly unflattering, <laughs> but still very funny and effective. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, damn, I need to do more dumb shit and like be cool with it. You know? Absolutely. He has so much commitment to the character and he just throws yeah. himself sometimes physically entirely <laughs> into every single bit he does yes. well like every so well weren't you reading on the imdb thing like his ability to contort his face and body saved 
some money. It yes. saved on, on, the visual effects stuff. team yeah. money. Yeah. Because he yeah. can do that. But like every time like he would like run out of the shot and he would like wind up his body and throw his his, his uh, arms and like, you know. Um, That's amazing. It is. Yeah. Just his ability to slide like that, like <laughs> that in and of itself is really funny. Just yeah. like I love the idea of being like, pew, and just going <laughs> off like that. So to wrap things up here, uh, would you suggest to our listeners that did not stop and watch the movie, should they watch the movie? Um, for t- for what purposes? It's, <laughs> it's a yes or no question. I know. Oh boy! No, it's not. <laughs> I, no, I just like. Uh, did you enjoy the movie? Would you suggest it to someone that's looking? That it, would you suggest it to someone who watched it as a kid and enjoyed it in the nineties? Would you say, hey, if you haven't seen that movie in a while and you feel like you want to watch it again, go for it? I would say watch it with other people. I would not watch okay. it by yourself because it would make you fucking crazy looking at all of kind of just the like cognitive dissonance of like, why is nobody <laughs> noticing that? Or but stuff like that. Or Don't be- watch it by yourself. Just like, you know, like don't watch like Requiem for a Dream by yourself. You know? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I, I, I have actually. Oh, guys, guys. That's the, the one only, time I watched the only it. The way I've seen that movie is by myself. <laughs> I just want to bring up this, this one point. That all of us forgot, and we all had the simultaneous moment, like, "Oh shit, that's really gross." Was the when he, the bikers in the in the um, alleyway, when he's doing the balloon animals, and he does the first balloon animal, and it's a giraffe, and he gives it to the kid, and then he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out a used condom, <laughs> a used condom. and he says, "Whoops, wrong pocket." Sorry, wrong pocket. Throws body. it away and takes out another balloon, and it was one of those things where it's like I totally didn't catch it. As I didn't a know kid. what that was. I was like, yeah. "Whoa, you don't like the white balloons? What's the deal?" <laughs> yeah. well, what's wrong with that one? Is it popped? Yeah. <laughs> What's, it's got a little nub Holy on it. Shit. So yeah, for that reason alone, I'm gonna say watch the movie. Yeah, watch I didn't watch it. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. I think watch it, but you know, keep in mind that it's not really accurate to Norse mythology. Like lo- <laughs> Loki was never really banished from from Valhalla uh, for Asgard. You know, eventually, you know, after he after he had a hand in the killing of Balder, they decided that they wanted to capture him. And he built a house, and then he became a, a fish, and uh, you know, eventually he led to Ragnarok. But I don't think that he was ever actually banished, and, and definitely not banished into a mask. what kind of stuff Trevor's into outside of the podcast, he just let you know. Oh, wait, can I also just say, watch this movie for uh, the sake of the dog at the end, who the really... She, he, he comes in in the Milo. clinch. Milo nails it. He really moves the plot forward after, like, the half mark. He, he was also responsible say, yeah. for one of the nut shots. The, <laughs> uh, he is not neutered. Well, there's a shot. So, so, do you guys ever think this? Like, that dog is totally dead. Oh, he was so cute. I loved that dog. I don't like thinking about Watching that movie made me want to get a Jack Russell Terrier. You should. Well, you can't get that one because he's dead. (laughs) Unless he's the world's oldest Jack Russell Terrier. Okay, okay. lives on a skateboard now. How old could he be? Assuming he, let's say he was one. Okay. In the mask. How okay. old would he? How, how long ago? Well, it was, was 1994. That means. So 23 years ago. He would be 23. He's probably 24. definitely dead. Cool. That was really the note I needed to end my night on after Small I've admired this hey, look, movie. Hey, look. <laughs> a long time. Uh, hey, listeners. First of all, thanks for listening. Second of all, <laughs> Hope you're you have okay. a dog? Yeah? That dog's going to die someday. Just love, <laughs> love your pets. I know. I've got three pets. They're all going to die. <laughs> Yeah, but like, and you know what? I hope they die before I do. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, that's fine. That's fair. I feel like that's that's an achievable goal. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but you think like most parents want to die before their kids? 
Not that I'm equating having pets to having <laughs> you kids. You always equate having pets I don't know, to having kids. I think kids. that's a fair equation. No, I don't always equate it. I always say that I'm not equating it <laughs> when I'm secretly equating it. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, uh, nothing makes me more uncomfortable than like having clients tell me that having pets is the same thing as having kids when they have kids because it makes me feel guilty yes. mm-hmm. or like you know, taking care of my dogs because they're like, no, it's the same thing. I'm like, I know it's not Karen. <laughs> Don't yeah. tell me otherwise. <laughs> funny, my brother, father of my niece has really started to come around on it. He's kind of like, he's been like, you know what? I know I used to get down on you, but no, it's, it's pretty much the same. Yeah. Yeah. It is. So, yeah. so email us. If you think uh, having oh, yeah. a dog or a cat is the same as having a kid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of email, you can always email us at, now available ov at gmail.com. That's now available, the letters ov at gmail.com. Cool. Io, you have some gigs coming up. Yeah. I uh, do. Yeah, this is coming out in yeah, wh- yeah, this is coming out soon. So when yeah, when are your uh, uh your next gigs? So if this comes out before coming out this Monday. Right. Okay, great. Oh oh I could hear myself. Uh so this comes out <laughs> before um Friday, December eighth. If you are in the Frederick area, if you go to Frederick Community College at 8 o'clock, the Improv Troupe Sausage Squad is hosting a comedy night, and I'm going to be opening, doing stand-up. And it should be uh, pretty funny. Or if it's not, it's free. <laughs> so why would you yeah. not come? Awesome. And then the uh, the 2017 in review that I plugged in, keep an eye out for All Dogs Go to Hollywood on the annual podcast network. It's going to knock your socks off, and you will hear these guys on it as well. When does that go live? Uh, that's a good question, Tom. So before okay. Christmas. Oh, cool. Before Christmas. So hopefully sometime within the next two weeks. What about uh, you got to – can people tweet at you? N- not yet. Do you do the tweets? Uh, no. You follow, you follow this podcast on, on the I Twitter? I do, but that but that's my personal one, which oh. is going to be deleted soon. Okay. So right, uh, cool. keep an eye right. on the we'll annual – We'll miss having our one follower <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah, and it, it, just in case that that's not clear, uh, we, uh, IO's podcast and this podcast are all on the annual – network of podcasts yes so you can uh, find out more at uh, annualpodcasts.com yes there will be plenty you will be able to find my contact information on there once all dogs go yes. to hollywood personal address social security number yes all that stuff lots of pictures of my dogs trevor you got any gigs coming up friend no 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 gigs i don't i don't know so like, i don't know i always open up for oh crit but i'm gonna be out of town for that uh that's the D&D improv show that I do sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I have a band. You got any shows? Yeah, yeah, probably. I think in January I do. You don't really like the band calendar. I have a partial band calendar. Yeah, but you're not the band. Like, everybody, everybody's band has, like, the person who is the band calendar. That's not you. No, no, I would not <laughs> say that, no. <laughs> Wonderful. All right, well, uh, do you guys have anything else to add about the, uh, the mechanic thing was awful. Oh, yeah. That was just what yep. we thought about. Yeah, we talked about it in the first He chained half. them yeah. to bumpers. Yeah, he <laughs> it was like some hostile he shit. He imprisoned them and shoved stuff up their rectums. Not okay. We don't do that anymore. <laughs> 2017. The, uh, the Oscar bit was pretty funny oh, with, with the funny. cowboy. That is maybe the best sequence in the whole movie, I think. Oh, like no. That. You know what part did make me laugh? Um, so when they're in the park after the Pepe Le Pew sequence, but before the cop sequence, the um, police officer Callaway is going through his pockets and they're pulling out like a rubber duck and like, ow, a mousetrap and yeah. like giant gloves. And they pick, <laughs> they pull out 
one of the guys like, oh, it's Kellaway's wife. And he turns it around and it's like a full body glamour shot of Kellaway's wife in a 90. And it has, says, call me in her phone number. And then uh, Kellaway's like, you son of a bitch. Instead of like, oh, this is obviously fake. So like they're positing in this it's universe that photo. somehow the mask like found this photo. I don't know. This is bending time and space. But that shit made me laugh really hard. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. That was good. But yeah, you know what? Watch the, the Swiss mask. cheese bit. The cheese. Oh. <laughs> Milo, get the keys. Yeah, and he gets the cheese. That was a good dog bit. That was a that very was a cute dog, dog bit. Best dog so far in movie in the movies that we've watched, I think, uh, for dog. this podcast was Milo. I'm going to call it. Best dog so far. Second dog? Second best dog? No, but is he the Because se- there was another Jack Russell Terrier. <laughs> second Jack in, Russell Terrier. In, uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. Probably wasn't Rimshot. as good as that. I think he was definitely better than Rimshot. <laughs> okay. Rimshot didn't do shit. Well, he d- did, didn't he? Yeah, he just right. turned to wood. Yeah, he just turned into wood. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, it was nice. sad. Oh, it's so sad. <laughs> that bumps me out. Um, <laughs> all right, well, thank you for joining us. Uh, next week, uh, we're doing... Uh, actually, we're going to record next week's episode right now. Whoa. And it's going to be Tremors, so you don't want to miss that. It's going to be great. Yeah, you should definitely get ready for Tremors. Io, thank you so much for being here. Thanks. Thank you for having me. This We're, was awesome. We'll definitely have you again. Uh, like that. Yeah. Trevor, you got any final words of wisdom for the listeners? Uh, if you find an ancient wooden mask floating <laughs> in a river, and you know, and it turns you into this green spinning monster, definitely don't just throw it away at the end of the movie. Like, hold on to it. Like, keep it safe. I guess is what I'm saying because that's really dangerous. It's like throwing a loaded gun into a playground. Yeah. Or loaded gun chucks. It's like throwing <laughs> loaded gun chucks into a play, uh, karate class. <laughs>